Hey guys, this is John Barksell, and I just want to tell you, if you haven't listened to the Three Ball Podcast, you're missing out on a host that's headed for brighter lights and bigger things. Galt Goldman has a plethora of accurate statistics, and his sports acumen, acumen is second to none. Look out, Stephen A., Skip, Pollock, Cowherd, Patrick. He's next. Catch him now so you can say you were there in the beginning. Hello, welcome back to the Three Ball Podcast, everybody. Uh, we've been out for a while. Uh, Got some personal reasons. Uh, if you really want to know, then you can uh, FaceTime me or whatever. I don't care. Um. Anyways, we got a lot of stuff coming up. We got my boy Connor on the podcast. Uh. So so basically, here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna have uh, Connor on the podcast today and Sunday for Super Bowl Sunday because we have a Super Bowl bash or whatever. And then next week we will have the homie Mr. Scott will be back on the podcast. And then. I don't know what we're going to do after that. We, that's, that's a big run to follow. But today, we're going to be talking about my Super Bowl prediction. Uh, the top 10 players in the Super Bowl. Uh, Matt Stafford got traded to the Los Angeles Rams. The Eagles hired a new head coach. And Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston, just like James Harden did. And then me and Connor are going to try out a new segment called uh, Work in Progress. Uh, I'll explain that when he gets on the podcast. And then we're going to be going over that Kurt Angle promo. And then after that, we'll just talk a little bit about the Royal Rumble. And that'll be the end of the podcast for today. So let's get right into it. So first of all, Super Bowl prediction. I think the Chiefs will win uh, 28-21. Actually, not say it. 35-28. Something around there. Um, Just because of the fact... uh, you know, Super Bowls, you know, most of the time they're not as good as I expect them to be. I don't know why. It just sucks like that sometimes. But that's just how the tail of the tape goes most of the time. Um, I think the Chiefs won this game. Uh, obviously, they got Patrick Mahomes. They're missing two offensive tackles, but I think Patrick Mahomes can work around that. Uh, nobody can cover Travis Kelsey. Nobody can really cover Tyreek Kill, McCole Hardman. Is Sammy Watkins going to be back? Who knows? Sammy Watkins always be out with injuries half the time. Uh, speaking of people who are injured that were on the Chiefs, you guys remember when Kelvin Benjamin was on the Chiefs? Something impressive right there. Uh, yeah, my boy Kelvin Benjamin. I would love to have the dude on the podcast. I mean, the legend of that man is a beast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're drinking water now, people, because we stay healthy here at Three Ball Land. Um, it's great water. It, it tastes awful. But hey, who cares? Um, so yeah, uh, I think Tampa Bay, led by Tom Brady. Uh, I, I think Tampa scores 28 points around there. Uh, but I don't think their defense can stop the Chiefs' offense. That's really what it boils down to. And yeah, so now we're going to break down my top... My top 10 players in the Super Bowl. Now, this doesn't actually mean top 10 players based on skill. I'm just telling you my top 10 players on teams. Um, a little bit of it will have to do with skill level. So, obviously, Patrick Mahomes is one. Uh, I think we got to go Tyree Kill at two. Travis Kelsey at three. Antonio Brown at four. Then we go Tom Brady at five. Uh, Chris, I do believe his name is Chris Jones. Is it the Chiefs? I'm not a big Chiefs fan. Um, I really care less about the Chiefs, if we're being honest, and I could really care less about the Buccaneers if Antonio Brown wasn't on that team. Um, so, uh, you know, 
uh, Tom Brady was five, Chris Jones, um, Tyron Matthew, Tyron Matthew, I love that man, the Honey Badger, at one point I was going to do my hair like his, uh, before he got the twisty, before he started twisting his hair, I was going to do that classic, uh, Honey Badger look, decided not to, uh, yeah, yeah, I wasn't feeling it, to be honest, then went with the Jalen Hurts haircut one time, not Jalen Hurts in Eagle Land, but Jalen Hurts before, <laughs> um, yeah, so we had Tyron Matthew, um, Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin, that wide receiver tail, he's pretty good. And just because that man challenged Tyreek Hill to a race, we're gonna go Scotty Freakin' Miller, brother. Scotty Free, Scotty Miller could be a dude who doesn't change the Super Bowl, but changes my opinion on. I love that man, Scotty Miller. He's pretty funny. He said he could be Tyreek Hill in a race. Yeah. <laughs> okay, buddy. Tyreek Hill won track in, like, the state of Georgia. Uh, Scotty Miller won track in the state of Illinois. There's two different things. Them boys in Georgia be a lot faster than them boys in Illinois, Scotty. Um, just saying, and if you really want to, you can go look up their times of when the 100 and 200 yard dash. I know Skip and Shannon got really in deep into it because they didn't have any other stuff to talk about on the podcast, on, on their show. They were just like, let's talk about Scotty Miller and Tyreek Hill and how Tyreek Hill's a blazer. Um, also, uh, before we get into the next segment, which would be Matt Stafford to the LA Rams, shout out to the uh, ladies NC State team. They beat the number one team in the nation again. Shout out to them. Um, uh, they're kind of like the upset queens, I guess. I don't really know what to call them. Because, you know, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, they upset the number one team again. So congrats to them. Also, uh, I was watching Women's Back well, not too long ago because I actually prefer. Uh, well, actually, it was the only thing on TV, but I'm not going to lie. It was about the only thing on TV that was worth watching besides that show be Bobby Flay. But <laughs> that show goes hard, too. But I'll talk about that one day. Um, I was watching the UConn Lace team. Uh, they were playing, like, Arkansas. And uh, obviously, everybody knows uh, the great coach at UConn. And I decided, hey, I will actually watch a UConn game from the tip-off to the final buzzer. And I will say, that man is not as good of a coach as I thought. Um, obviously, he has, like, the most wins in women's basketball history. But he really wasn't that good of a coach, in my opinion. Obviously, if you play for UConn, you're going to think different. And if you play for UConn, you're going to think different. That's just my opinion, though. Um, they end up losing to Arkansas. Uh, UConn was obviously the more talented team. They have the best women's prospect in, like, ages, uh, Paige Buckers. She's a hooper. Hooper, hooper. She can ball. Uh, shout out to her. We just gonna start shouting out people now because I don't have anything else to do with my life right now. <laughs> um, so shout out to Arkansas who did upset the UConn women's basketball team, which is very impressive. UConn was ten and zero at the time, and Arkansas had won eleven games. And it's very funny, in my opinion, how uh, you know UConn with their COVID protocols, they they've only played ten games, and Arkansas won eleven games. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, I watched that game. Uh, Paige scored like 20-something points. Uh, there was another girl. She she went off that night. Um, I don't know much about the Arkansas team, to be honest, because I was only watching for that UConn team with that amazing head coach, and I put that in quote, air quotations, but you didn't see that. Um, I, you know, Arkansas won. 
Uh, their coach was a lot better. I'll give him that. He knew how to game plan. Uh, Arkansas had two, had two tough upset losses before. Not upset losses, but heartbreakers, I would guess you'd say. Um, one of them was game winner against Georgia. Shout out to the Georgia women's basketball team for beating the Arkansas. Ho, 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 SEC. Um, if SEC fans gave a crap about women's basketball, that's what they'd be chanting, but whatever. Because, I mean, you got Georgia, Arkansas, South Carolina. That's a, that's a big three right there. Um, but SEC fans don't care about the women's basketball. <laughs> I might be the only podcast that's ever mentioned women's basketball ever. Um, so, you know, if you guys want me to talk about more women's basketball, I guess I'll watch more women's basketball. But, you know, ESPN kind of biased with that. They don't put women's basketball on TV all that often. I'd have to go find the ACC Network, which is about, like, going to find Access TV and watch an Impact Brother. Um... Yeah, I don't know if I'm trying to do all that, but if it gets me more podcast listens, I'll do it. Just like I will talk about NASCAR for an episode if it will get me a hundred, like a thousand listens. I will talk about NASCAR for a whole hour. Um, but ultimately, NASCAR is never going to get me one thousand listens, so not happening. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I'm done rambling on about women's basketball and you know access. TV and be Bobby Flay. That show goes hard once again. Shout out to the man Bobby Flay. I watched like 30 episodes and Bobby Flay never lost. So that man's a cook. I mean, that man's a great chef at her. I would hypothetically put him up against my mom or my stepdad and I think they'd kick his butt. But that's just my opinion right there. <laughs> so let's move on. Matt Stafford got traded to the LA Rams. We're back on topic now. Uh, Matt Stafford got traded to the LA Rams for Jerry. So, um, the Rams got Matthew Stafford. The, uh, the Lions got Jared Goff. Uh, two first-round picks and a third-round pick. Um, did, do I think that was too much to give up for Matthew Stafford? Heck yes. Um, but, you know, most Rams, most Rams fans are happy with the deal. Um, Jared Goff, um, you know, kind of degressed this year. You know, understandable. Um, he had a thumb injury late in the season. The Rams looked better without him later in the season. Um, Jared Goff's one of those, but they paid him like a franchise quarterback. They gave him a really big, really bad contract that was, you know, kind of like that Carson Wentz trade, I guess. But, or that Carson Wentz contract, but a little bit better, I guess. Um, he, he had like a hundred plus million, uh, five years. Um, not necessarily a good contract whatsoever for a man like Jared Goff. He did get the Rams to the Super Bowl, uh, but they lost 13-3. to Like, I wouldn't give that man a contract. But that's just my opinion. Um, but how better is Matthew Stafford? So, like, here's my point here. Matthew Stafford. They, people, sports analysis, besides Bucky Brooks, shout out to my man Bucky Brooks. He thinks the, uh, the Rams, he doesn't think the Rams are going to be much better. I kind of agree with him here. So, as a young kid, as a young man, Gulf Goldman, at the age of, like, six, going to watch Georgia games, diehard Bulldogs fan at the time, you know, UGA, UGA, UGA. I went to go see my boy Momass. Shout out to my boy Momass. Um, so, I, went, I was going to go see Georgia play, you know, my boy Muhammad. Uh, so, let me give you a quick rundown of the team Matthew Stafford had around him at Georgia. It's Matthew Stafford, no Sean Marino, NFL running back, by the way, AJ Green, NFL wide receiver, Muhammad Mosquad, NFL wide receiver. Um, o line was really good. Uh, been that uh, O line was really good. Defense was pretty good. 
head coach Mark Rick. Pretty good head coach, in my opinion. I mean, not, doesn't really make adjustments into the game. I, my stepdad can tell a story about that. But he doesn't really make adjustments, but that's not the point. He's a pretty good coach. Um, Matthew Stafford didn't win the East, the SEC East, any of the years he was there. Number one pick. Matthew Stafford gets to Detroit. He's had people in Detroit. He had Reggie Bush, 1,000-yard rusher. Calvin Johnson, 1,000-yard receiver. Golden Tate, damn good slot wide receiver. Matthew Stafford hadn't won anywhere he's been since high school when he played high school ball at the, the home he played in Kershaw. Matthew Stafford hadn't won anywhere. So what makes you think all of a sudden he's going to win in Los Angeles? You got the only coach he had that made the playoffs fired because he didn't win Jim Caldwell. They hired Matt Patricia. What makes people think Matthew Stafford's a winner? Now, obviously, he could change this. I mean, he could definitely change it. What, what, what the hell do I know? But Matt, from previous experience, from watching Matthew Stafford from college to the NFL, he is not a winner. He throws away games. Phillip Rivers doesn't throw away games. Phillip Rivers makes the playoffs. He's won a couple playoff games. Matthew Stafford, uh, I want, every Thanksgiving, I see him throw away a game. I mean... It's the only time I watch Matthew Stafford in the NFL. Besides, you know, a couple games around the season where I don't have anything else to do. But Matthew Stafford throws away games. He hasn't been healthy in the last couple of years. In his late 20s, what makes you gonna be? What makes you think he's going to be healthy in his mid-30s? Typically, that doesn't work. You can't just have nagging injuries in your late 20s and think they go away by your mid-30s. It's not typically how that works. My stepdad... He had to have uh, elbow surgery, shoulder surgery. And when he was playing in college, his injuries just didn't go away. His shoulder still hurts almost damn near every day. And he, sometimes he's in a lot of pain and still busts his butt to go to work. Matthew said these, these nagging injuries just don't go away like that. They're always there for you, man. Um, you know... Back pain. If I got back pain in if, um, 15 and a half back pain, my back pain ain't just going to go away at 25. That's not how that works. Matthew Stafford can have a nagging uh, ever since he did something to his shoulder. He can have a nagging shoulder injury. It ain't just going to go away at 33. Then when he got there at 28, it just don't go away. Um, Jared Goff hasn't been injured besides his little thumb thing. Um, Jared Goff's a more healthy quarterback. Uh, he's not necessarily the better quarterback, but what if Stafford gets hurt? <laughs> what you going to do then? I mean, you don't have a backup. I don't know what the Rams are thinking. Um, I would have given up one first-round pick in Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford, not two first-round picks. They don't have a first-round pick in, like, the next six years, by the way, which is so stupid. Whatever. I mean, they're going all in, I guess. Uh, Stafford makes considerably less money, which is great for them, but what? Uh, I don't think it's going to do much for him. So now let's move on. The Eagles' new coach, Nick Soriani Saravelli, whatever his name is. Um, his first press conference went extremely well. <laughs> I'm sarcastic. He's, uh, he was like, oh, well, uh, uh, well uh, uh, we have uh, two extremely great quarterbacks here in uh, Philadelphia. And uh, bah, 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 he said, bah, 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 and he was like, that's basically how his first press conference went, about as well as Adam Gase's first in New York. 
Um, then he said, we have two extremely great franchise quarterbacks and, you know, some franchises don't have one good quarterback. And I said, bull crap, stop telling lies. <laughs> he was almost as boring as Kevin Nash in that TNA episode where he was just fucking like this the whole time. But anyways, you know, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's okay. What do I know? Nick Soriani, Soravelli, whatever his name is. Um, I could care less. I'm not an Eagles fan. Uh, I know Carson Wentz ain't it, though. And I know Jalen Hurts might be it, but he may not be it. Um, the man needs to stop lying to the fans of Philadelphia. He needs to stop lying to himself. And if he really thinks that, then he should be fired right away. Um, I know he just got hired, but if he thinks Carson Wentz is a franchise quarterback and Jalen Hurts is an extremely good backup, uh, which I, I like Jalen Hurts, but I'm not going to say he's a great quarterback right now, then he needs to be fired for thinking that. Um, almost, I mean, it's almost, it could be worse. You could be Robert Zella, and you could have said, hey, uh, Robert Zella's the new coach of the New York Jets. He said, we're all in on Sam Donald. We love him. Everybody knows they're taking a quarterback at the second pick. They're not taking a quarterback. I know Sam Donald ain't it. I've watched Sam Donald, Sam Donald ain't it. <laughs> the Browns have the number one pick. Baker Mayfield went to the playoffs. Sam Donald ain't in the playoffs and hadn't won many games. He's been injured, too. He's been injured. He got mono that one time. Oh, that was great. Good job, Sam. He had mono. Um, you know, uh, I think Sam Donald's in up a bust, to be honest. Uh, number two pick hasn't done much. Hasn't made the playoffs. Hasn't played very well. Last year, the Jets looked much better under Joe Flacco than they did Sam Donald. That's, that's saying something, considering Joe Flacco's way out of his prime. But uh, I do like that, man. Joe Flacco, former Super Bowl MVP. Shout out to Joe Flacco. Um, uh, that's another dude I want to have on my podcast. Like, what happened then? Uh, obviously, we'll talk about the fall of Joe Flacco. But, you know, that man's been through a lot. He, you know, Baltimore. Then he had to go to Denver. And that ain't very good. <laughs> Imagine dealing with John Elway. John Elway actually quit, too. He said, I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm tired of drafting quarterbacks who are just 6'4 plus. Um, anyways, we're, let's get back to the Eagles head coach. That, that man was straight lying the whole time. I got no clue what he was saying. Um, it's almost, it could have been Adam Gase bad if he sniffed a glue stick beforehand and had his eyes wide open the entire time. <laughs> But ultimately, that didn't happen. You know, shout out to my boy, Adam Gase, who's going to get another job soon. That man's a baller. That man's stealing money from multiple teams. I don't think he's a good head coach whatsoever, but maybe. I, I do think he's a decent offensive coordinator. Nothing special, nothing good, nothing great, nothing bad. A man can call some offensive plays, to be honest. <laughs> so let's move on to Deshaun Watson. My man. I don't like Deshaun Watson whatsoever. <laughs> He was a top... Okay, so let's go ahead and break down the Deshaun Watson thing. Personally, I know almost everybody's behind Deshaun Watson, which is hilarious in my mind. Deshaun Watson, you know, DeAndre Hopkins gets traded. Deshaun Watson signs a contract extension, right? A contract extension after DeAndre Hopkins left. 
And he said, I love Houston. I love Houston. I want to spend my whole career here. I love Houston. I love the city. I love the fans. He's like a WWE promo. How good Houston was. He was like the cheap pop that Jimmy Hart gets where he's like, I'm in the wonderful city of Houston, Texas. And then there's a big pop. That's a cheap pop. Deshaun Watson did a whole cheap pop tweet. He said, I love Houston. I want to be here my entire career. Okay. So he signed a five-year contract extension with a whole lot of money. Shout out to Antonio Brown there. Um, signed a contract with a whole lot of money. And, uh, you know, they, they don't have a good season. Or, sorry, the team doesn't have a good season. He puts up his best year ever. And people want to say he has no weapons. It's just like how Matthew Stafford ain't got no weapons ever. He had Brandon Cooks. I, I mean, he's, he's decent. Randall Cobb's pretty decent. Will Fuller's pretty decent. He had a couple of decent wide receivers. It's not like he's throwing the nobodies around here. I mean, I know some names. And I couldn't get him on the podcast, so that means there ain't nobodies around here. I mean, whatever. I'll text Will Fuller and be like, hey, man, you want to come on the podcast? Then he won't answer. Uh, it's like the golden rule. If I can text you and you're on the podcast, then, like, you can't say you're throwing. Then you can't say we're throwing the nobodies, Okay. I mean, if, 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 uh, unless Antonio Brown gets on the podcast. That's a whole different story. Um, but my man, Deshaun Watson, he said, not my man, but I, it's a habit of just saying my bro, my man, and something like that. Because, you know, I got to keep talking. And that's how I just fill in words. That's, that's how you do it on them essays, too. Shout out to the essays and the teachers who give us essays, by the way. Just got to... They'd be like, you got to make it 500 words. Okay. You know, my bro, uh, Stefan Diggs, you know, he is the man. Uh, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> um, I, I don't even like Stefan Diggs that much. I'm, I'm, my boy Ricky's a Bills fan. He'll talk about Deshaun, uh, Stefan Diggs. But yeah, let's get back to Deshaun Watson. Um, uh, sorry we're going off topic a lot this podcast, but you know, hey. It's the first one. It's the first one like in a week, so you know I gotta get back into this. And it is it's not just like riding a bike. Well, it kind of is. But that's not the point. <laughs> Deshaun said he wanted. Uh, let's get back to what happened in Houston. He has his best year ever. Deshaun has his best year ever, and that man said, "Well, I'm not happy. I had my best statistical career year ever. You know, Texans weren't good, but they looked a lot better under Romeo Cornell after they fired Bill O'Brien." Um, I don't agree with Bill O'Brien in the gym. I thought Bill O'Brien was a damn good coach. I mean, he made the buzz with Brock Osweiler and Brian Hoyers. Let's just not forget that, bro. Um, I don't think he was a good GM, though. So, you know, they fired Bill O'Brien. Look a lot better under Romeo Cornell. Shout out to Romeo Cornell, former Patriots defensive coordinator. Um, so they look a lot better under him. Um, the, the owner says, hey, listen, man. We would like you to be involved in... We want your input on the owner, or the owner, the GM and head coach by it. Sean Watson said that. And then weeks passed, a couple weeks passed, and then he found out he was being lied to, brother. Now, that's a business for you. You get lied to. I've been lied to. I mean, I hold a grudge for a little bit, but, I mean, they don't bother me that much anymore. And a lot of people lied to me. <laughs> that man got paid almost, like, $200 million. Gets lied to once, and that man said, I want after seven months or five months ago, you said I love the Houston Texans. It's a great organization. 
And so this, five months later, you just lied to the whole city of Houston and said, y'all ain't a great team. Y'all ain't a great city. I don't love you pay us no more. And he said, I'm out of here. And he, and according to Shannon Sharp, he's willing to play hardball. Whatever that means. Deshaun, he said he's playing hardball. He wants out. He said he's not playing. He said, what? 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 Anyways, shout out to Stone Cold. Um... Deshaun Watson should just do the stone call and do what? Every time the Houston Texans call him. But that's not the point. I mean, Deshaun, he was like, I went out of Houston. But you just committed to like five more years with Houston. Not too long ago. They hire a minority coach for you. By the way, um, nobody ever heard of this dude besides Skip Bayless. Because he was the quarterback at Vanderbilt when Skip Bayless was there. Ain't nobody here of this dude. Um, personally, I'm all for hiring old, uh, minority coaches. If they deserve it. The same way I'm all for hiring white guys. If they deserve it. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury sure as hell didn't deserve a Cardinals job. Joe Judge sure as hell didn't deserve the Giants job. And Hugh Jackson sure as hell didn't deserve the Browns job. Freddie Kitchens didn't sure as hell deserve the Browns job either. Uh, I am on the sides of coaches here. And kind of players. You know, if you're a good coach, you're a good coach. I like you. Uh, Mr. whatever his name is, I don't even know. I'm not all I'm not all about that Houston stuff. Uh they said we're gonna hire him. He's a minority coach. Uh, maybe Sean will be happy. And then the GM had a press conference and he said, We have no intention of trading Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun was probably kicked Deshaun probably kicked his TV and said, Why'd you just say brother? Shout out to, shout out to Impact right there. Um and the lie detector test. He said, Why'd you say brother? And uh, you know, Deshaun's getting pretty mad. Um, and he's gonna play hardball, brother. What? Um, so yeah, that's basically what happened. Um, yeah, you know, big time, big time, big time. Uh, Deshaun, you know, will he be in Houston next season? Probably not. Actually, not probably, because that GM said he had no intention to trade Deshaun Watson. He said, we got plans for you, Deshaun. You're gonna stay, man. We got you for another five years. Shout out to WWE with that I got you for three minutes. Half of you probably don't even get that joke, but it's okay. <laughs> he said, we got you for five more years, and you're going to listen to my plan, boy. That was, yeah, that's about what happened. Um, I'm just here to give you my thoughts on it and try to turn it into a little entertaining twist that you haven't heard before. Because if you listen to these sports shows, and you uh, then you see Skip Bayless uh, on uh, Skip and Shannon, and you see uh, Manuel Acho and... Uh, Wiley on Speak For Yourself, and then you see Colin Cowherd do whatever he does. You see Pat McAfee talk about what he does. So, yeah, you see a lot of guys do what they do. I'm just trying to put my own creative spin on it, you know. Uh, we're going to talk about, I'm going to throw in some WWE stuff that ain't nobody else put in, and I'm going to be talking about some random stuff like I did today with the UConn basketball thing. <laughs> it's just how it rolls, especially with that beat Bobby Flay thing on Access TV. It's actually on the Cooking Network. Don't ask why I watch the Cooking Network. I don't. Um, so, uh, we're about to go to the break. We'll, we'll have Connor on the podcast coming up soon. Um, so, yeah. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you after the break. Yo. Okay, welcome back to the 3 Ball Podcast. We got the homie Connor on. Okay, so, we're going to start off with our uh, with the work in progress. So, Connor, would you like to explain how this works? Um... Do I just do I just be honest or do I make some story up? Ah, you can do whatever. Who cares? Uh, 
part of the interruption, basically, except two two kids who have a dream. Yes. Um, also, Connor is now basically like a five star pitcher, like for real, for real now. So you know, shout out to Connor. Yeah, I'm a six star pitcher. I invented a new ranking. Nice, nice. Okay. So, Connor, do you have your stopwatch ready, amigo? Shoot. Uh, phone it is. Yeah, this dude. I just gave him a call. Ah, this dude. All right, I'm ready. We're doing a minute. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So, basically, uh, since Connor did an amazing job of explaining it, I'll explain it, too. I'm not <laughs> supposed to explain it. Okay, so if you've ever seen Pardon the Interruption, because some people haven't, Connor, you just didn't explain anything. So, well, you, you got to watch sports. You, you know Pardon the Interruption if you watch sports, right? Man, nobody watches ESPN, though. ESPN's trash. Uh, it was good. Okay, so basically a work in progress is uh, basically Pardon the Interruption, as Connor said, except we would like to add our own spin to through all podcasts like we do most of the time. Uh, basically, it'll... Uh, me and Connor will have a topic and we'll have like a minute 30 seconds to talk about it. Um, it won't be exactly a minute and 30 seconds. We can go over it, but it's just short uh, and you got to talk really fast. <laughs> yeah, you got to use your speed skills. You, gotta, you know. Yeah, okay. Connor, you ready to set that timer? So the first topic right, is going to be the NCAA return. NCAA is back. What's your, what's your thoughts, Connor? Um, finally, after a long enough time, I feel like they, uh, they, I mean, it's gonna, it's not until a few years, it's not gonna be released probably till like 2022, 2023, so, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see it, though, I can't wait to play it again, you know, we gotta get hyped about playing NCAA 14, but it's gonna be called EA, EA College Football instead of NCAA, so kind of sad. It's gonna be dog crap, EA's making it, EA can't make a video game. <laughs> EA can't make any football games, uh, don't know what's gonna happen, but maybe they'll, Maybe they'll get the old crew back together for it. The ones Honestly, that made it good. Honestly, 2K should have just made it. <laughs> yeah, 2K's bad too now, though. Well, no. Two, the last time 2K made a football game, that was probably the best football game ever made. What was it? Uh, NFL, NFL, NFL 2K? 2K? Yeah, NFL 2K5 was amazing, man. It's better than Madden 21. <laughs> well, Madden 21 is not that good. I just like it because it's it's football game stuff. Yeah, honestly, uh, with the all all sports games now are just updating rosters in a new year. <laughs> it just says from twenty to twenty one. I mean, I mean, and MLB is pretty cool, but you know, that's just yeah, baseball. But, but it is... yeah, but that's only for people with the PS four, man, PS five. You know, you know, but now MLB is going to Xbox in twenty twenty or in the twenty twenty one game. It's an Xbox now. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so so we're done. That's thirty that. seconds. Yeah, exactly. One minute thirty seconds and two milliseconds. Oh, okay, cool. So oh, I should have brought a pen, but who cares? Um, so I can cross off this stuff. Anyways, uh, the next subject put on a minute thirty seconds. Conor McGregor might be coming to the WWE, baby. <laughs> um, he I mean he already does enough acting when he's walking around, but you know he's uh, he got smacked. He got smacked in his last match, so now he's uh he feels embarrassed. So he's gonna go to somewhere here he can demolish, you know. Yeah, honestly, I'd I'd love to sign WWE needs the ratings uh, badly, especially Monday nights because people got stuff to do on Monday night. They ain't watching eight to eleven show. Um, I ain't, I know I ain't record. watching no WWE anymore. I mean, I used to watch that when I was a kid, but 
Shoot. Yeah, uh, McGregor got knocked out by Dustin Poirier or whatever his name is. Um, uh, Ronda Rousey, she got knocked out by uh, Holly Holmes or whatever, then came to WWE. Had a pretty successful run, I'd say, before she went to focus on family stuff. I'd love to see McGregor in WWE. He can talk the talk, and can he walk the walk? Well, can, can he do both um, boxing and wrestling or no? Uh, the man, well, he can. I mean, he's going. Or he, he has mixed martial did. arts, doesn't he? Yeah, Lesnar did uh, wrestling in UFC. Well, Lesnar's a beast, so. That is true. Lesnar is a beast. I mean, it's a tank. He just boom, 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 dead. Yeah. All right, All right we're going to move on. Yep. Even. Okay. Uh, this really isn't like a subject, but, you know, who cares? We just go plug in that, you know, we're going to do fantasy baseball this next season. Uh, yeah, I, this one's probably going to go short, so you don't even have to set the timer for it. I already started but, it. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Um, we're, I'm thinking like $15 per person. You know, you want to play, winner gets the pot. So what you're saying is you're not going to tell me I have to pay, so then I so then this, the same thing happens with my parents. So they didn't tell me I had to pay, so then you're going to have to get half of it. No, see, I'm just letting everybody know it's $15 to join. Uh, baseball season, it's not around the corner, but it's around the corner. They so start, say. they're, they're saying there, there's also some that said they're going to start, uh, try our workouts like the 17th of February. So it's actually kind of coming up. Yeah, with the first pick in the fantasy baseball draft, I'm taking Connor Sinclair, pitcher out of Fox Creek, just FYI. Whereas Mike <laughs> Trout having the best day of their life. Yeah, I, yeah. The only thing bad about fantasy is that you know you gonna pick somebody and then they get hurt. Like, like in football this year, you got Saquon, McCaffrey, all those dudes got hurt. Or you can get you Michael Thomas pick where the dude just goes insane. Bro, I don't like Michael Thomas. Nobody likes things. nobody likes Slant Boy. Well, well, actually, we'll talk about the same player. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can go ahead and cut that one off. Uh. Go into the next subject. This one will hit hard for Connor because, you know, he's a big Dodgers boy. Can the Dodgers repeat this season, Connor? It's going to take a lot more than it did last season. A lot more because the, the Padres are good. Um, Arnado went to a, a more stable team. So it means he gets to take his talent somewhere better. Uh, Braves, Braves looking a bit better in the rotation wise. They'll have more healthy pitchers. Padres, they're they're probably going to become they're probably we call them the Madres for a reason. Mild, you know, they're probably wind up getting swept by a team, or after beating like the Miami Marlins again, you know. Bro, I don't know what you're talking about. Oakland's going to win it all this season. Oakland, I don't know. Didn't they didn't they lose Marcus Simeon? I think the Blue Jays are going to win it. Bro, it don't matter. The Blue I mean, Jays look they're... really. The Blue Jays look too good now. They're like Bro, the Bucks. they still got my homie Vlad. Dude, Blue Jays look like the Bucks now. <laughs> Bro, do you remember when Vlad was the Zion Williamson of the MLB? <laughs> yeah, now, um, I don't know. We just we just connect sports to so like like the Brooklyn Nets are basically the Bucks, and now it's kind of like the Blue Jays are like the Bucks. You know, just a super team of somewhat out of prime players with some good players in there. Yeah, honestly, I mean, so. yeah. Okay, uh, now let's move on. Uh, is the Saints Super Bowl window closed? I'll start off. 
Hell yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the window shut, it won't ever open again. I mean, um, yeah, the Saints, the Saints are in $121 million in debt if Drew Brees comes back. Uh, if he doesn't, we're still $90 million in, in cap debt. Um, you owe no Drew Brees 30 mil? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, there's no way we get under the cap for going into this season. Um, I think we go 0-16 and we just need to trade everybody. You, so gotta, you basically got to cut your whole team. I Honestly, I wouldn't mind it, man. <laughs> <laughs> start fresh. Sean Payton got to start fresh, man. No, Sean Payton's gone too, man. <laughs> cut Sean Payton. No, no, you can trade head coaches, so we'll trade Sean Payton. Just imagine Sean Payton gets traded for, like, Andy Reid. No, it trades Sean Payton for, like, Cliff Kingsbury. What was his name? Um, What's the dude for the Giants, the head coach? The Joe Judge. Yeah. Yeah, I just trade Sean Payton for Joe Judge. I mean, hey, I'd take a Sean Payton for Ron Rivera. That just, that's not a terrible deal. Or Sean Payton for Adam Gates. I mean, we're trying to be as bad as possible. Oh, you're trying to you're trying to tell him he's gonna get fired so he starts winning. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Connor, what you got on the Saints? Is the Super Bowl window? Oh, closed? we we had a time. <laughs> oh, we are. Okay. Well. <laughs> well. Okay. Whatever. We're moving on. Is Aaron Ru- is Aaron Rodgers done in Green Bay? No. No. Uh, I know that. I- I know they're saying that, but remember, after they lost, he was in the back of a truck with one of his uh, linemen with, with Bud Weiser in his hand. Poor choice of beer, Aaron, but do do you. It wasn't Bud Weiser. It was Bud Light, wasn't it? Oh, Bud Light? Whoa. I think he had Bud Lights in the back of a truck. Have you seen that video? No, I don't keep up with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, nor do I. It was just on a, was just on a meme, NFL meme page. Nah. He was in the back I of a know. truck, one of his like linemen's truck, driving around. He had a he had a Bud Lights and poor choice of wait, beer, but wait, you said there was a truck and beer. He was just sitting in the in the tail and in, in the bed. So so was Stone Cold there? No. Oh, it was well, it was a big yeah. red truck. Though. I I don't know what what his what he was doing back there. I think he had a rough day after getting eliminated, but. Uh yeah, but to answer your question, Aaron Rodgers is not done a great no, he's Jordan loves not. Jordan Love ain't ready to be an NFL quarterback yet. Maybe next year, though. Or maybe two years. <laughs> um, apparently, Jalen Samuels is also done in, in Pittsburgh. Oh, thank the Lord. I love Jalen Samuels. But Pittsburgh ain't it, man. They got the TikTok kids and Big Ben. It ain't he, doesn't, it. he doesn't deserve that attitude there. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Jalen, moving on. You got Jalen Hurts or Carson Wentz as the quarterback of the Eagles going into next year. Uh, if they want to win, Jalen Hurts. If they want to tank, Carson Wentz. Uh, honestly, uh, Nick, before you came on the podcast, I was talking about Nick Suri, Suriani, whatever his name is. He's new head coach of the Eagles. Honestly, he doesn't sound like a very smart guy. I don't know him, though, so he may be a genius. I mean, but honestly – I think he's going Carson Wentz. He's he's a Frank Reich disciple, and Frank Reich loves Carson Wentz. But fun fact: the quarterback coach is Jalen Hurts' uncle. So who knows what's going to happen? Well, here's here's the thing: if if I was a head coach, I would see how good Jalen Hurts did whenever they put him in, and be like, "Oh crap, this guy actually may carry us to some wins and make maybe even win us a division." 
But yeah, honestly, that, that division ain't hard to win. Oh no, it, I mean even with Prescott back, still I ain't, I don't I don't think Dallas Cowboys are going to be winning by that many games. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Well, New York said goodbye to a legend, in my opinion, as Masahiro Tanaka. Well, yeah. Uh, left the Yankees to go back to Japan. He Connor, was. A, what are your thoughts? He was. A, I've seen his Japanese team. stats. He's a beast in Japan. Well, everybody's a beast in Japan, Connor. Even Eric Thames is a beast in Korea. Well, I don't know. I heard playing in Asia is harder. Maybe it's. I yeah, I mean. I don't know the same man. He, I thought he was pretty decent with the Yankees, two-time All Star. Maybe man, he just, maybe he has family back in Japan. He wants to go to the. Nah, we know why the Yankees got rid of him. They said, "You're out. We got Corey Kluber coming in." <laughs> <laughs> I respect the decision, though. He wants to go retire in Japan. And let him. He can. Uh, yeah. His boy Ichiro. <laughs> yeah, I honestly love Tanaka. I think he ranks like at least top five and best. Japanese players come to America. I mean, yeah, he's, he's definitely excellent. up there. Now, number one is yeah. Ichiro, most likely, but, you know, it's hard to yeah, say number one. Yeah, might be the Hideki Matsui. I don't disagree with that. But uh, I think in the, Tanaka could be top five uh, Japanese players to play the game. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and maybe Otani. We'll see how he pans out, though. What about that uh, new shortstop? For the Padres, isn't he Korean? I have no clue. Apparently, he's like no a Padre. he's like a really good prospect from Korea or something. Dang, seems good. Korea. Okay, move on. Are the Yankees playoff contenders or playoff pretenders? And I will sum this up with a pretty simple answer: Is Aaron Boone still the coach or whatever? manager yes he is the yankees are pretenders i mean hey yankees are going to get a yankees are going to get an easy first round win against the twins though listen man that that guy doesn't know how to do his job every yankees game i've ever watched the lineup is awful i'm just saying uh, whoever plays the twins gets a first round bye basically yeah uh uh, I don't know. The Yankees ain't got. I don't think they have a shot to win at all whatsoever. I mean, they'll make the playoffs, but oh, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, the Blue Jays may give them a run for their money, though. Yeah, I'd say that for first place at least. And, yeah, uh, this really is a, a subject to talk about. But happy birthday to the Patriots running back James White. Um, since Super Bowl Sunday's coming up, I go ahead and throw that shout out out there. Um, he was uh, the Patriots running back, still is. But uh, for that twenty-eight to three Super Bowl lead, um, he he got robbed of the Super Bowl MVP. To be honest, he carried that team. He scored the game-winning rushing touchdown. He played very well. Connor, what are your thoughts on that twenty-eight to three? I remember watching that and I was like, "What's happening?" It happened. Yeah, honestly, dude, I thought it was, I, me and my friend, we bet on that game. I picked the Patriots. I thought I thought it was done. Yeah, I think everybody thought it was done. I didn't think Tom Brady thought it was done. Yeah, honestly, I. I but Brady, I, I, Brady I don't know what happened. But the Atlanta's like, y'all want to, y'all want to win. Yeah. <clears throat> well, okay. So thank. You. So that was work in progress. We're done with that. Um, now we're moving on to the famous Kurt Angle promo that we talked about like two weeks ago. Kurt Angle promo? 
Yeah, the thing I said. Yeah, I'm watching that. <laughs> <coughs> oh, Jesus, my throat's dry. Yeah, okay. So, as I always do, I'll give I'll give the people a little uh, context of what was going on around this time. <laughs> oh, there's a lot. Okay, so this is this all of the clips I think we've seen besides the Stone Cold Booker T thing. I, Stone Cold Booker T was Attitude Era, but all the clips we've seen have been in the ruthless aggression era. <laughs> and um, this is a this is the episode of SmackDown that uh, Booker T and Kurt Angle start their angle, which which means rivalry. Um, they had been uh, arguing back and forth, costing each other title matches, and this is off of uh, the WrestleMania that Kurt Angle faced Shawn Michaels, which was a very good match. Um, and the week before, on Sm- or two weeks ago, on this SmackDown or whatever, Booker T cost Kurt Angle a title shot, and then the week after, uh, <laughs> they were in a match together, and... Um, uh, Booker T's wife was uh, ringside or whatever, <laughs> and you know, Kurt Angle does a move, and then uh, Charmel, Booker T's wife, starts running away, and uh, she falls on the ground because she's wearing high heels. And Kurt Angle drops the straps, and he wants to lock her in the ankle lock, and then security comes, and then we get this promo the next week. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> And this is probably the greatest thing ever. Oh, he he has a he has a vastly different attitudes towards her. He wants he wants to hurt her, and then he wants to do something else. Yeah. Okay. So here's how here's how this this starts. So we got Josh Matthews backstage, uh, former TNA Impact uh, <laughs> ring announcer, by the way, Josh Matthews. Uh, Josh Matthews is there, and he's like, "Hey, Kurt. Um, you know." You tried to hurt Charmel last week, and um, 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 Josh Matthews definitely doesn't want to be here right now. After, I mean, he, Kurt Angle already threatened him. He did. He barely even said a word, and he's already threatened. Yeah, he did that a couple weeks beforehand. I'm pretty sure he <laughs> and, and Josh Matthews is like uh, Kurt. Um, you know, you tried to hurt Booker T's wife uh, last week, and um, many people believe that this is not appropriate from a former world champion, an Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> and Kurt Angle's like, <laughs> "Listen here, brother." Ah, uh, no, he didn't throw in the brother. That's Man. only for Hulk. I know Hogan's that was a brother. joke. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, you know, first of all. <laughs> I didn't try to hurt Charmel. She slapped me first. And I don't, I quote, I don't hurt women. I make them feel good. End quote. <laughs> Kurt Angle, oh, wow. you can tell Kurt Angle doesn't want to do this, but Vince is like, hey, it is good time. He, he, he's, like, he's like, good, like, his like, good personality is like, I, I'm going to get so much hate for this from drunk WWE fans who are here. He's, and, he, and he's like, well, I guess I got to get paid, right? Yeah. And so he, he, he like, continues on. And he's like, Josh, everybody has their vices. <laughs> Mine just happens to be gutter trash. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh is like, uh, okay. Yeah, I guess. Like, John Reddy's is like, I don't know what to say, man. He's like, he's like, he's like, if I say a sentence, I'm going to get freaking abused. 
Josh Matthews is like, I didn't sign up for this, and you're going off the script. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think the whole thing about what's coming up is off script. There's no way. No, no, Vince wrote this. He definitely wrote this. <laughs> Kurt Angle went on a Kurt Angle went on an interview like a couple years ago. It's like, yeah, I, I didn't like this, and so he's like, Booker. <laughs> he, he he waits for like like a whole a solid minute. He's just he's just building up tension to this, and we're and we're like, what's it, gonna happen? And, and he keeps smelling the air. For you just you could just hear. He's like, I, I'm, I don't know if I want to say it. I'm going to say it. Honestly, he didn't want to say this. He was hoping they'd cut the commercial break at some point. He's like, Booker, I want to have sex with your wife. <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's like, not just any regular sex. I want to have bestiality sex with your wife. Bro, a fact. Vince wrote this and he was like, this is gold, man. And Kurt Angle said, this isn't gold. Josh Matthews, Josh Matthews just sitting there. He's like, he's, uh, he's okay. like, you should ask you know what bestiality means. Josh Matthews is like, I don't even think he used that in the right term. Okay, it's definitely a bestiality with a woman is not it. No. That's not how yeah. you use that term. And then afterwards, I quote, he says, perverted. <laughs> After Vince McMahon was claimed to be a pervert by Mr. America, a couple, like a year beforehand, <laughs> where he's going to bring it back. Perverted. So yeah, now he's like he the most hated going. man in America right now. Yes. Um, and then Josh Matthews is like, okay, dude, whatever. All right, buddy. Yeah, you do you. And then he keeps going on about this, you know, like the perverted, the perverted bestiality stuff. And then, and then, and then he like, he stopped and he, and he, it makes it seem like he's trying, he wants to do that with an animal. And then he's like, oh crap, with your wife. <laughs> Yeah, he he said, he said a few he dumb things. He said a few dumb things. There's another one that I know Vince made him say, and he says, "You're a boy in a man's world." And I'm a, and I and I quote, "And I'm a man who loves to play with boys." Oh yeah, that was the John Cena thing. <laughs> I, I I I don't I I don't condone that, but yeah, he said that. Dude. Vince was going wild. Vince, Vince was time. like, uh, right. Kurt, Kurt Angle, yeah, just let's just make him say what, whatever we want. Like, let's just make him like little, like, stupid character. Yeah, honestly. Okay, so it, this wasn't in the video I sent you, obviously. But, you know, this is what happened later on in that SmackDown episode. We had a match between Booker T and Kurt Angle. Um, Charmel's backstage or whatever in Booker's locker room. And Kurt... Angle, so he does his finisher to Booker. Instead of pinning him, he drops the straps and runs backstage to go to Booker T's locker room. <laughs> <laughs> and so, that I mean, bust in Booker T's locker room. Booker T's chasing after Kurt once he wakes up. <laughs> and he's like, oh, crap. <clears throat> and he opens the door and Charmel's like, uh... so Kurt Angle goes in and he doesn't do anything, obviously. Uh, then Booker proceeds to come in, and Charmel's just sitting on the couch, and she screams when Booker opens the door, and then Kurt Angle jumps Booker T from behind, and uh, he beats out Booker T, and then we, and the show ends. 
Yeah, you think they did some bestiality sex after that? <laughs> nah. No, 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 not even close. No, no. See if they did that, Vince would have put that on the pay per view, man. Vince would have that on like the most expensive pay per view. Vince would be like, we got shout. We got, we got shout pay-per-views. <laughs> We're selling. Yeah. You ever notice how sometimes Vince like sounds like the devil? He's like, ah, we got shout pay-per-views. I'm pretty sure that's how they're, they're like, the higher-ups are like, Vince, sound like the devil. Just just, just make your voice as deep and stupid as possible. Speaking of pay-per-views, WWE had the Royal Rumble on Sunday. Uh, I'm going to talk about that because I watched a little bit of it. Connor didn't. The Connor didn't watch it. I don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, most WWE fans are upset at the fact that part-timers run WWE. Me, on the other hand, I'm kind of glad about it because the new breed of talent, haha, <laughs> ECW term right there, the new breed, um, they suck. Honestly, <laughs> they're awful. They don't have any charisma. I don't like half of them. Um, their mic skills are garbage. Um, ah, yeah, they just suck. They rap. They do too many flips, and it's just bad. They got a rap song. Ah, uh, no, they don't have a rap song. The Macho Man made a rap song. That's why. That's why I love the Macho Man. Yeah, rap songs are the best. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> so. Th- WWE fans are mad at the fact part-timers come back and win matches against the new talent. So, but if Edge, Edge is everybody's favorite rated R superstar, Edge, um, Edge came back at the Royal Rumble again after he was injured again. Uh, He comes in at number one and wins at number one. He won the whole Royal Rumble at the one spot. Which only a few people have done. Shawn Michaels and Chris Benoit, who WWE erased. But, you know, it's okay. I'll still remember Chris Benoit. Of course. Of course. Yeah. R.I.P. Chris Benoit and his family. Um, but, so, he, he wins the Royal Rumble at one. And every WWE fan in existence is so happy about it. Except you. And then Edge came out and said... I'm not one of those people who's only going to work part-time. I'm going to work full-time. Dude, Edge gets injured all the time. Edge is going to get injured. Like, next he's week. Gonna a, he's going to be taking a piss. He's just going to freaking tear his ACL. Dude, honestly, Edge wrestled on Sunday. He wrestled on Monday. And then he's coming to NXT tonight. Wednesday. He wrestled Sunday, Monday, Wednesday. Or he's wrestling He's going to die. Guess. Dude, Edge is way too old. He's like 70, isn't he? No, Edge is 70. But he had to retire because of neck surgery. They didn't think he'd ever come back. Then he comes back. He comes back back, what? He comes back like like before WrestleMania. He came back uh, last year at the Royal Rumble where he lost in the Royal Rumble, thankfully. Jesus Christ. And then he faced Randy Orton at WrestleMania, which we saw. That was an awful match. That match match was too long. It was just constant. Every time you think, like, they would have ended it sooner, I'd be like, this is kind of cool, but they just kept on going with it. Yeah, they did nothing that was really cool because Edge can't do anything. He can't do any spots because he's old. They couldn't throw him off of a truck. He'd probably die. Yeah, I mean, and Edge with his injuries. Okay, so then he 
one at WrestleMania or whatever. Then they had the, the greatest wrestling match ever, in quotation marks, uh, like Backlash or whatever. And he gets injured there. He tears, like, his tricep. Okay. Then he's out for another, like, eight months and comes back this year at the Royal Rumble and wins. It's just always been injured. Why is he winning? Plot armor. Why is he winning matches that require him to come back in, like, WrestleMania, where he might be in? Plot armor. Facts. So, I don't think Ed's actually going to wrestle whatsoever. I think Edge is going to get injured. Yeah, he's going to do a bunch of talking, and he's going to get playing from behind and be knocked out for the whole show. Yeah, Christian said he's going to work part-time, though. I actually like Christian. Christian's cool. But then, yeah, he went on one of our WWE shows. Yeah, nah. But, oh, Carlito is, Carlito's on a trial basis, too. That dude who spits the apples. The one who's who uh, spits and swallows. Yeah, yeah, that did. Carlito. Um, he's on a trial basis. He got his contracts three weeks, and after three weeks, they'll decide that they want to sign him again. He appeared at the Royal Rumble. He did pretty good. He won Monday night. He won his matchup on Monday. Uh, he botched a couple moves, but that's to be expected. The man's 39, I guess. He probably hasn't done it. He, he, he probably hasn't been wrestling in, like, five years. Five plus. Yeah, but he's in really good shape, though. For so he, Yeah, he looks good. Yeah, he's yoked, man. Eh, the egg diet. Yeah, he, he got like that Hulk Hogan bodybuilder. <laughs> he got, he got them Roy cheese rolls up. Well, I don't think he got on the Roy, but he definitely lifted a lot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll see what happens next week with Carlito, and we'll see if they sign him. And then hopefully next year at the Royal Rumble, they bring back Mr. Kennedy. Yes. Connor's boy because he does the little mic thing. It's just funny. That's one thing I don't even like him. I just like that part. Yeah, honestly, did honestly, if I if you look at some of the stories of, that people told about Mr. Kennedy, he got fired for being a douche because <laughs> he's just that big of a jerk. Like, which I mean, that's his character too. So I'm. Maybe uh, that's why he's so perfect for it, though. Yeah, he was the first person to get his own locker room because he was being a jerk. And, and nobody likes you, bro. Just go get, just go over there and go into the women's locker yeah, room. And then, and then the Miz got that treatment. Then Enzo Amore got that treatment. Uh, I think the Miz didn't deserve it, though. Yeah, the Miz, the Miz fixed, the Miz fixed it, though. The Miz is a lot better. He's a good guy back now. Back in the day. Uh, I mean, good guy, like, story? No, he's a heel, but, like, he's a way better person than he was when he first came Oh, so, so he's kind of fixed up his personality. Yeah, definitely. Because he was. Nobody and it, wasn't, it wasn't so much his personality. It was just the fact that he was young and the fact that he was a tryhard. And, like, you're, if you're tr- going tryhard mode and, like, just like getting in line to talk to Vince, no people probably aren't gonna like you because you're a child. Yeah, well, if you, if you're trying to, you know, give Vince a little bit of that, you know, good good, but just to just to try and get yeah. in good with him, I don't know, nobody's gonna like you because you're, you know, but nobody likes Vince. I'm pretty sure. 
Uh, a couple people like Vince. Speaking of Vince, his brother died not too long ago, so RIP to uh, his brother. Oh, dang. Rip. Yeah. Very sad. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so before we end this podcast, so on Sunday, uh, we got the Super Bowl Jeez. coming up. and the Conor got coming over to my house. Yeah. Yes. I, I, um, bro, I, I so pick you, I pick you up at my house like, like when I wake up that, that morning. So probably like 11, right. 11 o'clock at noon. I'll, I'll text you when I'm on the way. Bet. Um, okay. Do you want to do, um, you want to go over like, do you want to do the Scott Steiner, the pose off? Or I got a couple ideas that we can go over. I wrote them down in my notes. We can pick which one. Or you want to make it a, so uh, a solely can... NFL day though. Just have like a bunch of NFL combos. And talk, I also do like like score predictions and and what do you and like what do you think is coming for the off season? Uh, but we're are we still doing a WWE? Uh, I mean, I was thinking we take that one that day off for the for the Super Bowl. It's like Super Bowl mania type day. I mean, there no, there's nothing going on in the league right Well, like now. we can talk about the future. Talk about the, that that really yeah. bad. That really bad um, Madden tournament they did for Pro Bowl. Oh jeez! I heard it was uh, terrible. I heard there was dudes like literally it. lateraling, lateraling, and they had no clue what they were doing. Uh, honestly, I think we should do a WWE segment because we're like a week behind on. Stuff. Yeah, because you kind of did something. I don't know what still, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. We can either we can either do go through Jay Lethal and Ric Flair's promo battle where they Jay Lethal impersonates Ric Flair. It's pretty funny. Um, or we can do Triple H and the Scott Steiner pose off. I, I said we'd do that two weeks two weeks ago. So uh, we can do uh, the Pope, uh, aka Elijah Burke. Uh, he quote unquote heals people in TNA. <laughs> Or we could break down. This, this really isn't a funny segment, but um, the new, 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 new world order. Uh, when they came on to the WWE, uh, and they were the lethal dose of poison. We can react to them first coming on to like they came on a pay per view and they talked for like ten minutes. It was pretty funny because everybody didn't really cheer for Kevin Nash whatsoever. Kevin Nash goes like. Blah, 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 blah. And then Scott Hall got the microphone, and he said, hey, yo, and then the crowd popped. And then my boy, Mr. Kennedy, said, Kennedy! No, Kennedy wasn't even a WWE. (laughs) But, dude, uh, actually, well, I'll tell you about that in a second. And then Hulk Hogan got that microphone, and the crowd went crazy. He said, brother. What? He said, he said, (laughs) he came out and said, won't you just give us a chance, brother? That's all we're asking for from the boys in the back. <laughs> or since you're a big Mr. Kennedy, we can go over. Yeah, uh, Mr. Kennedy, when he was in TNA, he was Mr. Anderson. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, he comes out and he impersonates Sting. And and he, he has like his own talk show, I guess. And dip my boy Disco Inferno's on it. <laughs> Disco Inferno. Dude, Disco Inferno went hard. The man, I mean, he didn't win anything, but he went hard. (laughs) 
This is my opinion, though. I mean, it's either him or that man Cheeks in TNA. Cheeks. <laughs> no, that man Cheeks. <laughs> he went hard too. He was a very obese man that uh, was in the yeah, big beginning cheeks. of TNA days. Bro, he broke the ring. <laughs> Wait, was that the guy that fell through? Like, unplanned. <laughs> unplanned. He broke the ring. Was that the guy that fell through the ring? Well, no, wait, wait, wait. I, when they slam, when they when they I'll slam him, wait, wait, cheese, who's what happened? What happened? The ring like broke when they when they slammed him down. No, this man. What what had happened was he was really fat, and uh, he was he was wrestling a match that wasn't televised because you know they have dark stuff, which basically means it's show before mm-hmm. the show. And he his finishing move was to jump on somebody and sit on them and he sat on them and it oh. broke the ring. <laughs> it's like a, there's like a delay in the show. Sorry, guys. Something happened. Technical difficulties. Oh, dude. TNA tried to delay the show, but it was the, it was like their second ever show. <laughs> second ever show and then it's already yeah, a broken ring. I, know, I, I think it was their first. No, it was their first show and then Cheeks was on the show the second so too. How did this man back? He just broke a ring. Hey, TNA was going. They, they should have been the main hey, finisher they, though. Bro, they had Jeff Jarrett. That man didn't care. <laughs> okay, well, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, we'll talk more about this maybe guest coming up at some point. We'll talk more about that. Yeah. Yeah, but we but we don't want to tell the fans because you know they have to wait. I'll, I'll give you a hint. Wait, what? <laughs> well, the fans have to wait and find out if we get the man, the myth, the legend, and you know then then, then they'll see he's on the podcast. But you know I don't want to say anything and then him not come on. Because... Yeah, so we'll just wait. Yeah. All I can tell you is that he's American. <laughs> well, man, that's a good sign. Yeah. Uh, honestly, bro, we should see if that man Cheeks is still alive so we can get Cheeks on the bus. How'd you break the ring? Yeah. <laughs> bro, or Kurt Angle with that promo where he said, Booker. <laughs> honestly, that'd be pretty funny, too. Uh but Connor, thank you for being on the podcast once again, yeah. man. Uh, and we look forward to Super Bowl Sunday. Let's go. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Also, uh, we, uh, I might have stuff coming out on the, um, uh, the whatchamacallit, on the YouTube channel that we got. We may, we may also have some, on. wait, can I say that? Merchandise? Say what? Okay. Yeah, oh, we, yeah. Have some, we may we may we may start yeah. some merch designs. Yeah, yeah, we can plug the merch. So the, the not even made, not even we don't have a logo yet, but well, now we we have the logo. I mean, if we want to stick with the logo, maybe we got to figure out what we're going to do color wise. I guess. I mean, honestly, I was just saying we go with the black. Honestly, but we can talk about it more later. And we got. We got limited edition Connor Five Star merch coming out. You're now that he's finally actually got some stars. We can. Make I mean, I don't, I don't have a rating yet, but you know. 
Well, by the time this merch comes out, yeah. <laughs> we'll just guess your rating and hope <laughs> you're right. One star. Nah. Hey, no. We'll do uh, one to five stars. <laughs> how you feel about me? Yeah. Yeah, how you feel? All right. All right. Well, well, yeah. So, so merch coming out, and then we got maybe the special guest. Um, also, uh, when when Mr. Scott comes back on the podcast, do you want to do it with us? Chug on Park. Yeah, I, I need to know the subject. If it's something I don't know, then I'll let you do it. Okay. Um, I mean, he's. Uh, usually, we talk about music or maybe a little bit of sports. Yeah, I can just do the music by ourselves. Uh, if you huh? Don't if you don't. If you, if you don't feel comfortable expressing your opinion on our American president Joe Biden, then just shut the hell up. Yeah, I'm just not going that thing. I'm not. I'm not a political person, so. Connor will be like, yeah. he's president. Hey, yeah, let's give let's give president. Bro, we should get Obama on the podcast. Hello, my fellow Americans. My fellow Americans. Uh, yeah. Dude, but honestly, just start emailing people and asking them if they want to be on the podcast. I'm going to get my boy honestly. Big Money Mike. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Or my boy, my boy DJ. Honestly, dude, we need, to, we, need to start put, we need to start putting more of our friends on the did podcast. You get, did you get Logan say. on one? You, yeah, need, you, need, to get, you need to get Idell, though. You need to get the Mafia boss. Ah. Uh, uh, dude, like, really, I mean, Michael's, last time I checked, he was, like, a three-star quarterback. Hey. I mean, you should get him. Yeah. Yeah, I know that rating might have went up to four stars since the last time I checked. That mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, get Dylan on the podcast. I don't really care, man. Get, get Superstar Trev on the podcast. Dude, this is going to be a roast session of me, though. Yeah, honestly, uh, or me, because Superstar Travis. No, no, he loves you. He just loves you a lot less than he does himself. Uh, uh, I still didn't get that follow back on Instagram, so I didn't follow mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> Listen, man, if you ain't following me, I'm not going to follow you. Uh, um, unless it's like Nick Cannon... Antonio Brown or Paige the Hooper Hooper, then I'm not following her. That's just how it works. Sounds good, dude. And so, if you, because I, I, most of the time I don't send these episodes to you, especially if you're in them because you already know what half the yeah. content is. <laughs> yeah, I I somehow found a way to include UConn basketball in this. I don't know how, but I found a way. <laughs> Give a little shout out to <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, Connor, thank you for being on the podcast. We appreciate yes, sir. you, my man. Uh, we'll talk to you Super Bowl See you Sunday. Sunday. Right?